0: Hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of scale Japan. As I drove to a neighborhood store to buy alcohol last week, I couldn't help thinking about a memorable trip to the liquor store a few years back here in Toronto just before New Year's. It was cold, really cold, windy, snowy, which isn't unusual of course, and the parking lot was absolutely packed as we approached the store. As I looked over, my wife had a strange look on her face. Why are we stopping here, she asked. Because you said you wanted cognac, I answered back. Yes, I want cognac, but not cognac for drinking, cognac for cooking. Drink with it, cook with it, I don't care. Anyway, after a few minutes of this back and forth, we slowly figured out that cognac in English and konnyaku in Japanese are, well, just a little bit different. It was a classic he said, she said conflicting views that emerge to the same situation. Looking back, this is a fun memory, I guess, of the confusion that can happen across culture and language, but we obviously want to avoid a business. Let's assume for the moment that English is being used as the default language, which is probably going to be the case. And in that sense, you know, foreigners, we are truly spoiled. So we'll definitely have other episodes that delve into spoken communications more since it's so credibly important. It's funny though, you know, we also often talk about English as being a easy language, but I suspect what we really mean is widely spoken, since there's nothing easy about it. There are so many different potential sources of confusion uh, that a, a non-native English speaker faces, but let's just consider a few. They have to listen to a fast talker, especially if that person isn't a native English speaker either, so their pronunciation may be different. That's not easy. Relating to foreign words that also appear in Japanese but with a different pronunciation. Yes, like cognac and cognac. That's not easy. How about converting numbers from English, which is based upon groupings of three, like thousand, million, billion, into Japanese, which is based upon groupings of four? man, oku, cho. That is certainly not easy. Recognizing complex grammar like double negatives in the middle of a fast-moving discussion. Hmm, not easy. And finally, how about interpreting nuanced meanings of words, especially during negotiations when people often try to use subtle shades of different words to apply meanings. Definitely not easy. So be aware that English may not, in fact, be as easy as we think about it, Even for more advanced speakers, these people take pride in their ability and therefore they may not even ask questions to clear up confusion or uncertainty. So try to avoid these he said, she said situations with a few easy strategies. First, speak at a measured pace in phone calls and Zoom calls, while keeping your vocabulary simple and keeping your grammar simple as well. Similarly for emails and documents, of course, keep your written style simple to make sure that the message is understood. Second, confirm key points right during a call when everybody can quickly say yes or no and have a discussion at that point. At least do this for major items. Any finer points can always be checked afterwards in the call notes. Which leads me to number three, which is, please write call notes that can be shared with a partner or customer, and within your own scale-up team as well. You know, if it's important enough to discuss, then it's also important enough to take just a few minutes to capture and to confirm and to share. Yes, we're all busy, but consider the time invested as insurance, and it also keeps you in the driver's seat for the relationship. Not to mention the fact that as a native speaker, you're more qualified to take on this role. And as the project or relationship evolves, it's also a smart idea to create an action log that can be used both to track questions and commitments, by both sides, in fact. A simple Excel sheet, rather, can work wonders in the early days. And then you can always consider using more sophisticated project tools or collaboration tools that may be required later on. So that's it. Remember that English is not as easy as it seems, but you can avoid the confusion by following these key strategies. And also remember to keep the broader team informed and try to avoid private text messages and emails. People may only scan messages that are directly relevant to them, but it's another insurance policy to catch misinterpretations, whether it's due to language, or technical reasons or other possible sources as well. This is Paul Kilbank, thanks for listening today and please join me again tomorrow for another episode of Scale-Ups Japan.